Welcome to this, the next edition of our daily devotions coming to you from Church of the Palms in Sarasota, Florida. As always, we're so happy you've joined us and we hope you will feel free to share these reflections on God's word with those that you know and love. So let's now pause for a moment of prayer. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, our scripture today comes from Matthew chapter 15, verses 1 through 20. Hear the word of God. The Pharisees and the scribes came to Jesus and from Jerusalem and said, Why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands before they eat. He answered them, And why do you break the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? For God said, honor your father and your mother, and whoever speaks evil of father or mother must surely die. But you say that whoever tells father or mother, whatever support you might have might have had from me is given to God, then that person need not honor the father. So for the sake of your tradition, you nullify the word of God. You hypocrites, Isaiah prophesied rightly about you when he said, the people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching human precepts as doctrines. Then he called the crowd to him and said to them, listen and understand. It is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but it's what comes out of the mouth that defiles. Then the, then the disciples approached and said to him, do you know that the Pharisees took offense when they heard you say that? And he answered, every plant that my heavenly father has not planted will be uprooted. Let them alone. They are blind guides of the blind. And if one blind person guides another, both will fall into a pit. But Peter said to him, explain this parable to us. And then he said, are you also still without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into the mouth enters the stomach and goes out into the sewer? But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart and this is what defiles. For out of the heart will come evil intentions, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. These are what defile a person. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. There's a gentleman I've always admired. I've never met him, but I read about him a long time ago in a magazine called Sports Illustrated. It was an article about integrity and fair play, and they mentioned this high school basketball coach in Georgia who performed an amazing act of integrity. I've shared it in a sermon or two, and I even wrote a play about it in graduate school. Yes, I am a playwright that's never, of, of a play that's never been performed. And I found an account of it recently written by a guy named Pete Black. So here's the story about a man named Cleveland Stroud. 1987, Rockdale County High School, Conyers, Georgia. It has been 35 years, but people in Rockdale County still talk about Coach Cleveland Stroud and the 1987 state championship. The mementos are still there, the framed front page of the Rockdale Citizen with the headline, Bulldogs King of AAA. The pictures of team members and the autographed team basketball displayed, displayed in the trophy case. Cleveland Stroud grew up in Rockdale County. He attended Morehouse College on a basketball scholarship, but when his wife Helen became pregnant, he dropped out of school and took a job as a custodian in Rockdale County school system to support his family. 
Stroud worked as a janitor for 11 years until age 31 when he enrolled again at Morehouse and at age 34 he graduated and became a teacher and basketball coach in the Rockdale County school system. In 1987, Coach Stroud, the school's first black head coach, began his 11th season as basketball coach of Rockdale County High School. The Bulldogs began the season with 15 players, but Stroud cut five players who failed to make the previous semester's grades. Despite having to move five players up from the junior varsity team, Rockdale finished the season at 21-5 and, and made the state tournament. The Bulldogs surprised the number one team, Brainbridge High, in the semifinals and then had a dramatic 62-60 come-from-behind win over Fulton in the championship game to claim the school's first basketball title. A month after the state championship, Coach Stroud was reviewing grades on a Friday afternoon prior to spring football practice when he discovered that one of his sophomore players who moved up from the JV had been academically ineligible. The player had played for only 45 seconds in the first state tournament game when the team was already leading by 23 points. Stroud had a dilemma. If he revealed the minor infraction, his team would likely be deprived of the state championship. If he kept quiet, it was unlikely that anyone would ever discover the offense. But he knew, he knew, and if he kept quiet, his state championship would always be tainted with an ugly little secret. Stroud thought about it all weekend. He knew what he had to do. On Monday morning, he was waiting in Principal Henry Gibbs' office when he arrived. My heart hit the floor when Coach Stroud told me, Gibbs said, but there was never any question about what he had to do. We were wrong and we had to turn ourselves in. They reported the infraction later that day to the Georgia High School Association. After informing the school board and the team, Gibb and Stroud went on the school's public address system and informed the students that they were probably going to lose their state championship. Then they left campus because they didn't want the students to see them crying. A month later, the state association stripped Rockdale County High of their championship and asked for the trophy to be returned. Many Bulldog fans were angry about the turn of events. The kid only played for 45 seconds. He didn't even score. How could the Georgia Association strip the Bulldogs of their title? Later that year, Cleveland Stroud's decision to, be the right, to do the right thing was recognized with numerous awards, including Conyers Citizen of the Year and Georgia High School Coach of the Year. The International Olympic Organization's Fair Play Committee awarded Stroud and the school the prestigious Youth Fair Play Award. I called a team meeting and shared with them what had happened, 84-year-old Cleveland Stroud reminisces. They can take away our trophy and they can take away our title, but they can't take away the fact that we won. In a few years, people will forget the score and even who won, but they won't ever forget, he told his team, what you're made of. In Rockdale County, Georgia, people have long since forgotten the Bulldog State Championship details, but they have never forgotten Cleveland Stroud's integrity. Giving up the state title brought more recognition than winning the championship. Mr. Black, the article's uh, author, goes on to quote Martin Luther King, never, never be afraid to do the right thing. Society's punishments are small compared to the wounds we inflict in our soul when we look the other way. 
You know, when Jesus was in conversation with his, few, with his fellow scholars about the law and what the law is intended to do, he always seemed to bring the conversation back to the outcomes. What does the law produce? What are the fruits of our obedience to the law? Does it make us feel self-righteous? Does it elevate our pride such that we elevate ourselves over others? Or does it form within us a sense of character? And character for Jesus had a lot to do with treating people fairly and advocating for the person who's struggling. For Jesus, doing the right thing had everything to do with being just and seeking justice. Didn't matter what you put into your mouth or not put into your mouth. What matters is what comes out of your mouth or to put it another way, what comes out of your soul. What we do and what we say comes out of our souls. Like I said, I've never met Cleveland Stroud, but what he did way back in 1987 was something that came out of his soul, a soul shaped by people and perhaps by God to do the right thing, even if it meant giving up so very much. Like Brother Stroud said, in a few years, people will forget the score and even who won, but they won't ever forget what you're made of. For you and me, may it be so. Let us pray. We thank you, O oh God, for models and heroes that teach us the way to live, that help us to see that the short-term costs never outweigh the long-term hope and future we give to our society when we do the right thing. So we pray, O oh Lord, that you will give us courage to allow your spirit to shape our hearts and our souls such that what comes out of our mouth will always give honor to you. For we pray this in Christ's name, amen.